evening to you, my king. <laughs> now don't be modest. You are called king. My followers, aren't you? I mean, look, I don't need to bring in witnesses, quote, chapter and verse. Now, I guess last time when I stopped to deconstruct my opening to you, which is usually, good evening to you, God, well, it got me thinking, which is never a good thing. And then I started thinking about, you know, calling you God. And then I thought, well, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You also are called other names, King of Kings, Lord of Kings. I know, I know, I hear you. You have never called yourself by those titles, just Yahweh. All right, fine. And when you do refer to yourself, interestingly, you do so in the plural. Hmm. I wonder if that's a little, uh, little exit strategy on your part, you know, so that when one of your creatures complains to you about one of your actions, you say, hey, that wasn't me. It was them or him or us or her. Sounds very trendy. That's going around these days. Mm -hmm. These juggling of pronouns. Fine. Look, I'm not going to, you know, go on about this. I'll agree that you don't refer to yourself as king. But we do, huh? We do because, well, we dig the king and queen thing, man. The crown, the jewels, the robe, the power. It's a feast of the ego. But look, it's more than simple ego. That is why you always read the citations at the bottom. When your creatures gather in large numbers, they mill about, they scratch, they flirt, they fart, perhaps sun themselves, or even get closer together if the winter wind blows. Look, nothing of what I just said hints in the least of productivity. That is not to say that your creatures aren't productive. Hell, we are. And there are those who are, as we like to call them, self-starters. People just go at it. Don't need to be told what to do. Well, unfortunately, most, though, of us creatures don't receive this option package upon birth and need to be started by someone else, like a, you know, like a king or a, you know, or a leader or somebody, anybody who can simply stand up with confidence and say, get back to work. We need a leader, God. Without an overseer, a project can be easily diverted, become chaotic, and be over long before it begins. Hey, excuse me, um, I need some help. Can you tell me what to do? Oh, no, I finished that. Well, what do I do next? And then what do I do next? And do you know where the bathroom is? And do you know what time you get off? And, and do I get a 401k? Yeah, well, you see what can go on here, right? Someone needs to stop the chatter and get the work going. Being in charge is in some way, well, it's like acting like you. You have power over others. How do you implement this power? With brutish force? With gentle tones? With threats? By yelling? Maybe one of the gang, all chummy. Maybe you hold their pet gerbil hostage. That's a good one. It's not easy. Anyone who's in charge will guaranteed piss off someone. And what God do they say? If you piss off people on both sides of an issue, you have probably made the right decision. Well, that's great. I do my job well, and people are pissed off at me. Hmm. And you, God, uh, what's, what's your, your management, management style, huh? In a perfect world, you know, you need to be stern, but understanding. You can't be a pushover. You must follow through and hold people accountable and give them a key hold when they won't do the work. And really, really important, you have to be consistent. 
Ask any referee. So, does any of the above that I mentioned sound familiar to you? Look, if I may, you have the stern component down, and you have been compassionate. Ask Sarah for one. I mean, you made her fertile way after that was impossible for the body to do. A pushover? Well, you've changed your mind, especially when we are creatures sincerely repent. And as for the heave-ho, you have cast aside those who don't follow. Well, you have. You have cast them aside. Just ask Moses, as I talked about in my last chat with you. You're not very, um, how shall I put it? You're a bit of a prick if you don't follow, huh? Well, it's all right. It's okay. I don't want to get into the weeds on this, but let's go past it. What I get to mention when it comes to being king or leader over countless subjects is fear. How important is fear in being a good leader? In today's softer state of mind, fear is nixed. Fear is in a doghouse as a tool to do good. What say you, God? Fear not a worthy tool? To be banished from the bag of quills to pierce those who have ventured into unseemliness? We chatted about this, huh? Not to put words in your mouth, but fear has its place to put others in their place. And, you know, speaking of in their place, did you really think once Adam and Eve left the Olive Garden, just kidding, and creatures multiplied and everyone would simply be equal? Everyone would be a king or everyone would be worker bees, all acting in harmony. I mean, look at the world today. And I wonder about our leaders. Leaders don't spring up out of nowhere, bought in a store. Leaders come out of the pool of people who exist at that time. So, a time when reason, science, critical thinking is honored has the potential to produce able leaders. A time when ignorance and greed and self-interest is invoked, well, that would produce most likely a less than capable leader. But you are out of time. You are time, and as our species and our collective cognitive abilities ebb and flow over time, that has any effect on you? I mean, does it? I mean, look, are you different than you were before, earlier on in your career? Of course you were. No, right? You, in the beginning, were more hands-on, and now, well, you're more hands-off. I mean, what can you expect of your creatures when you are our leader, and no longer demonstrate that you are in charge. Yes, I'm sounding a little frustrated, but the only explanation is that you want others to be in charge, not you. Those on earth, the leaders of the flesh, seem to step out, though, of the same genetic pool, and that pool is very small. Many of you are too late, are timid, gentle, or unsure of the way on earth. They may be gentle, kind, and even willing to submerge their own desires, for they simply don't believe they have the right or confidence to acknowledge them. You take charge. You decide. I leave it up to you. To be honest, if your focus from the time you wake up to the time you sleep is to survive, being a leader, voicing your desire, aspirations, is wasted thought and effort. I mean, <clears throat> think about this. If you are worried about paying the bills and putting food on the table, what are you thinking about? Nothing else but those two things. That is why the poor look to you as their leader. Lead me away from my servitude, King of Kings. You are the true king who holds ultimate power over all earthly kings. And there is no competition in heaven. There is one God. That is what is all said on the celestial billboards. 
But with Hindus, there are millions of gods. Choose one who can lead you. Well, that's a far more creature-centric idea about deities. Not to be blunt, but you as the one and only leader come off more like, I am your god. Be grateful. I mean, have you been hanging out with Putin? You must see that your creatures are in constant battle between the needs of the flesh and the spirit. And that battle often shows itself publicly in leaders. Those who fall too often to the desires of the flesh fail as a leader, leaving their subjects in disarray and despair. I mean, throughout history, even the best of leaders have too often been overwhelmed by the events of the masses. Human leaders, God, are just that. Human. They're not you. They cannot stand on the mountaintop and assert their will. You will do the right thing, or you will be cursed for generations. We can't do that, God. Only you can. But some leaders forget that. And they tell their people they are God, that they can do as they will. Hmm, that is the ultimate in human flaw, that we are God, we are you. That somehow that'll make me the true leader that all will follow until the fuck-ups happen and everyone realizes that the emperor wears no clothes. So... Without you willing to assert your leadership, we are stuck with those who will lead for all the right reasons and all the wrong reasons. And often, for the wrong reasons aren't revealed until it's too late. We then must choose wisely, as Hindus choose from among the pantheon of gods. And if those who we choose are not wise, and they're more unwise than wise leaders, how hopeful can we be? Perhaps that is your plan, hmm? We'll sit back and watch us lead ourselves into the shitter and then wait for us to raise our hands and our voices to you to save us. Sounds like you. Well, let us get right to the edge, huh? Is that what you're going to do? Let us get right to that edge of total destruction and then lead us back to safety? Look, I have seen your work, God. Countless others have witnessed your work. And recently, a woman who bravely decided to carry a 50-pound injured dog on her back six miles down a trail found herself at one point on her knees crying from exhaustion. You heard her. When she found the strength to get back up, she recounted that the dog on her back seemed as light as a feather. That is you at work in the shadows. But can a leader be effective from the shadows? Sadly, many believe that the spiritual scum we create on a daily basis will pile up until we decide to off ourselves. And those who believe in the Armageddon say you will not stop it. You'll simply start again. And all earthly kings and elected leaders are no more. No competition. You'll start small, just like before. Maybe this time it'll work. But if you want my advice, God... It will fail unless this time you are willing to actually lead. It is possible to be your own leader, especially, you know, God, when you're confident in something, be it a surgeon or a gardener or bagging groceries or writing a song. When you feel that what you're doing is spot on, that you feel in control, it's a good feeling. 
But too often, that feeling is <laughs> elusive. Hopefully, this song won't be that. Take me to your leader. I need him. I need her. I'll wait to tell me to stand up straight. I don't want to be alone. I'll be your eyes. I'll be your drone. talking to you, King of Kings, my leader. I mean, I know. You don't want us to see you as the leader, even though you do, but you don't. Hmm, sounds a little passive-aggressive. But I know that we all need to be strong for ourselves, not look to the other person, be able to stand on our own two feet. Make decisions, even if they're the wrong decisions. But God, do you know your creatures? We've talked about this 
we always look back over our shoulder, up at you. Is this okay what I'm doing? Is this all right? We do that to you. We act like that towards our bosses. I don't know. Well, I'm not going to answer this question tonight or any questions tonight, actually, because I'm, I'm chatted out, and you're probably stopped listening a long time ago. So I'm going to go to bed. Night, God. Rest. Oh, 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 oh.